0: Welcome, everyone, to episode 484 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Will. Today's topic is going to... We're going to be talking about all the craziness that happened with the GameStop stock over the past uh, week and a half or two weeks or so. Normally, we wouldn't talk about something like this, but since it involves GameStop and we we all have strong opinions about GameStop, uh, both good and bad, um, but yeah, like, it's just weird that that's kind of become the ground zero of this, like, kind of class war yeah uh, that's that's going on right now um so we'll we'll talk about that for the main main topic uh will do you have anything you want to use for later on the episode yeah
1: uh i'll be talking about hitman 3 oh, cool. uh that came out on uh i think the 20 20th 21st one of those two days Uh, I actually played through that. So we'll be talking about that. Uh, And four in February, I'm doing a four in February. So I'll be talking about the games that uh, I'll be doing for that. And then my other challenge that I'm probably going to try to do for March is to keep myself entertained. So uh, nice. Yeah. I've been playing some games.
0: Cool. I have not played a lot of games um, other than Fortnite and animal crossing. I probably played a little bit of final fantasy 15, but I don't have anything to talk about there. Mm -hmm. Um, but actually I finally have a couple things to talk about for my week, so that's that's a good thing yeah. and then we have some Nintendo news also during uh our nibble bits, so
1: we actually have a lot of news yeah there's to talk yeah about.
0: it's been two weeks since we recorded too so that that doesn't help things I
1: think I have close to ten things that I have up on my uh Oprah g
0: x tabs oh nice How, what do you think of opera?
1: I like it a lot so far uh I yeah. do have it it's and it's actually not. Their fault. I have it on forced dark mode. Uh, oh for all websites yeah, and some... it
0: doesn't always work. Yeah, why do? Why is there like this weird thing with some sites? Just do it dark um, mode. Yeah, I mean some of them. The only issue I have with dark mode, and this is an aside, real quick. Um, so Opera GX is like a gaming focused web browser. Uh, I started using it maybe a month or two ago. Uh, it's really actually pretty cool it looks nice it's got an ambient like song that plays in the background it makes tones when you're typing and stuff it's really nice uh but yeah the the, when you have it in dark sometimes the like buttons for like navigating certain things on websites don't work
1: yeah they look grayed out
0: yeah like uh canva is one that i use a lot for for graphic design and yeah i have to I have to switch it back into normal mode because you can't see what's going on in the screen,
1: yeah, like I like I'll be on Amazon and like I can't read some of the fonts, same with destructoid comments,
0: uh-huh. which
1: is probably for the better right. Honestly, I try to avoid comment sections now at this point. yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. It'll uh, but yeah, it's some weird stuff, but other than that, like no, I actually like the browser quite a bit. Uh, okay. it's pretty fantastic, actually,
0: yeah, um, but yeah, that's an aside. so gamestop. Um, well, I don't know if you under, did you ever hear like all the, the story of how, how all this went down, like how it works? I'm, Cause I'm going to, I'm going to give a, an analogy, um, for, for what happened. Cause, uh, it took me a little while to understand and actually, uh, because I have a rough understanding of how the stock market works. I build trading stations for my like job, small business. Uh, I should know a little bit more about stocks than I do, but I don't. Um, just the stuff you know the, the the basics so i didn't know what was going on until i was watching tim the tatman's stream and they were explaining it to him his yeah. chat, and they had a good analogy so that's the one i was like okay i get it now
1: so i will explain it. it as briefly as i can you can tell me if i'm right and wrong uh hedge funds mm-hmm. which are the billion dollar organizations that pretty much run wall street mm-hmm. sold short on gamestop which is basically selling stocks they don't have
0: yeah they don't don't Uh, own them
1: yeah they don't own them to then make a lot of money because as everyone knows gamestop is dying yes people on reddit noticed that that was happening uh so they all said well let's buy it uh and then they rose the price And because these hedge funds sold short in stocks that they don't have the price rose which then caused them to lose billions
0: of dollars, right? Yeah. Tens of billions. Yeah. So here's the analogy. This is how it was explained. So, okay. So so say I have a car and it's worth $5,000. I give you the car and you sell the car. So it's not your car. You're selling the car. You sell Mm it for 5,000 in hopes that the price goes down. So if the price goes down to 3,000, then you buy back the car at 3,000 and give me back my car and keep that two thousand dollars, right? Yep. So what happened instead was instead of the price going down for the car that you borrowed from me that you sold, the price went up to ten thousand. So you had to buy my car, buy a car like mine for ten thousand instead of three thousand or five thousand if it had stayed the same. Yeah. So that's where all the money loss happened. Yep. Um so I I, I wondered like what I wasn't at clear on, like, why exactly GameStop was picked. Uh, I, I kind of had this, like, fantasy that, that people were defending GameStop just because of the nostalgia's sake. You know, we spent a lot of money there <laughs> back in the day. Uh, but that that wasn't the case. That might have been a small part of it for some people. But uh, it really was the perfect storm because the, the reason why they picked GameStop to, like, draw the line in the sand for what was happening was the the percentage of, of stock in GameStop that sold short was more than actually exists. Uh, so that was one of the things. Another th- reason uh, they picked GameStop was because the amount of stock that was available also was not very much comparatively. So they didn't need to buy as much to drive the price up. Yeah. So those were the determining factors for, for driving the price up, which I thought was uh, genius, personally.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, one of my best friends knows somebody personal personally that this changed his life.
0: Oh, yeah. He was yeah. involved. Um, oh, really? Yeah, was well, he part so, of the Wall Street Bets Reddit? Or I did don't he know just th- know someone that tipped him off or something?
1: I don't know that much. Um, I do know because he posted a picture on his like Instagram or whatever or Snapchat on a story and said today my life has been changed and it was like his graph of like owning GameStop and up, boom. Uh-huh. And you know what's annoying is because if I was more involved with the stock market thing, because I knew that this was coming and happening, mm-hmm. if I was more involved with stocks, I feel like I personally would have probably bought some shares. Yep. I wouldn't have made millions, but no. I would have made some money.
0: I would have done the same. I would have because it was. I think when they started buying it, it was like two fifteen a share or something like that. Something ridiculous, three dollars. Yeah, I would have bought. I would have bought 30 bucks with the shares, you know, yeah. why not? Yeah, I have money that I
1: can invest. Like I have a decent amount that I could just do the day trading on, but I'm always afraid that I'm going to lose it. So I don't do it. Yeah. If I was just a little bit more like ballsy with this stuff. I, would, yeah. I feel like I would have done it if I was more involved with it, but I'm not. So I kind of missed my missed my boat on it.
0: Yeah. I mean, on this one, particularly, yeah, they always say one. that once you like hear about it, it's it's too late for something like this yeah some people are still making money on it because it like what's happening now is there's a there's a standoff between people who uh bought the stock and are holding on to it and then people because because they're they're waiting for the hedge fund people to buy back so the hedge fund people are trying to drive the price down through like the media and stuff are trying to get people to to panic and sell their shares so they don't lose their money Uh, but then you got guys like uh dave portnoy who are willing to eat millions of dollars just to show the hedge hedge fund people uh, a lesson you know which yeah. I love by the yeah. way he's like he's like I'll eat 2 million dollars I don't care uh,
1: <laughs> I think well, Elon I, I Musk commented on this e- Elon too. Musk is
0: involved I don't know I don't know if he ended up buying some but he he was going to um it, it's it's weird too because it united like a lot of America um, Yeah. Uh, you know, after after a uh, hotly contested election and all the crazy wild things that have happened so far in 2021 uh, to see like AOC and Ted Cruz uh, agreeing on that. And, and Don you Jr. Know, da- yeah, it's it's just weird to see all these people. And then you get your, you know, your newer billionaires, your newer money people like Elon Musk and, and Mark Cuban and stuff uh, being like, you know, this is a, this is a good thing. This is something they do every day, all day uh it's it's nice to see them get a, a taste of their own medicine. So
1: yeah, and like I see people claiming that it's market manipulation, kind of what Reddit did, but I don't really see it as market manipulation because they have no insider information. Yeah. They're not they're just saying it's like it's basically like me giving you advice on something with the stock market or vice versa. That's yeah. the way that I look at it. And it's
0: it's like, a really big round table, you know. Yeah. Like, like this stuff doesn't go on behind closed doors, you know. It's just that wall street bets was, was, is like a public forum for people instead of, instead of, uh, you know, a smoky, uh, cigar smoke filled boardroom in some corporate office, you know?
1: Yeah. And it's like, it's market manipulation. When I think I could be wrong with the name, Ackman, Ackman, whatever, did a whole thing and like a whole like sobbing segment on TV about how hotels are going to disappear with stock markets. And then people panic sold and then he put in, millions of dollars back into the hotel stock and made billions it's like that's market manipulation (laughs) what reddit did and i'm a huge reddit basher oh me too i hate reddit but
0: but this like this has delighted me this whole thing
1: yeah it's like one of the things that i think they've done that's been actually like productive and kind of like a good thing to show you know i'm all about especially right now bringing people together because i feel like everyone's so volatile towards each other yeah. uh for just everything and it's really really frustrating to see because at the end of the day we're all just we are all just people we're all just trying to get by yep. so it's good to see that something like this united a lot of people to be and i feel like everybody besides the media and the hedge fund yep. people are, are glad going- of it yeah, or on yeah. the, the same side. Because you have these hedge fund people going on TV yeah. and like and the whining. CEO of Dow and being like, we need more regulations for this. And these are the people who don't want regulations. It's because they're all salty with yeah. how much they lost because they couldn't get their way for once.
0: Yeah, they've been taking advantage of people for forever and, and getting their way forever. It's nice to see a, a group of little guys win. And it's funny because uh, I saw something uh, along the lines of uh, – because I've been spending a lot of time on social social media – um. So, someone said along the lines of, you know, it, it's it's going to be weird when your grandkids are saying that uh, their grandfather was in on the on the GameStop wealth yeah. on the GameStop yeah. train. It's like that's just such a weird thing to think about when fifty years down the line, you know, this this person set their family up for generational wealth for yeah. you know, a long time on GameStop.
1: There's gonna be like a documentary on this, yeah. like whole thing. It's gonna be called "Power to the Players." I guarantee it. Which is yeah. for people who don't know, as GameStop slogan. Yep, uh, I guarantee that's gonna be like the name it's... or the sub subtitle to this documentary. Because it's, as you it's said, so meta like...
0: that 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 <laughs> that uh, uh, motto, I guess.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and it's crazy to see because I like you Dan just kind of chuckle because it's GameStop like yeah. something in my world that I grew up with using is like the battleground for this whole societal reform thing. Yeah. Battle that's been going on. I just think it's really funny to see.
0: Yep. Yeah, I agree. So I am I'm, I'm enjoying it. Um I have two words for the head fund managers uh that are especially the ones that are on like Mainstream media complaining, just get wrecked, you know. Well,
1: get and it's like, wrecked. Well, with COVID and the pandemic, people, some people still haven't worked. Yeah, they're like depending on unemployment and these checks that our politicians are yanking around, like taking well, their time with. Like,
0: yeah, it's funny because uh, when, you know, when the when the, the the billionaires are, you know, going on the news and complaining, everyone in, in the comments because someone will post it on Twitter or what or Instagram or whatever. And uh, people in the comments are like, well, the government sent out $600 checks. Have you tried budgeting? Have you tried to go into Starbucks less? Have you tried not having avocado toast? Every all the condescending like, things exactly. that they always say. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Yes. It's Nothing's like, worse than when a rich person is trying to give you financial advice. I just want to punch people all yeah. the time. It's like, first of all, you are have all this money that you can do whatever you want with. Like, I don't want yeah. to hear, I need to grind harder.
0: Yeah, I don't have two nickels to rub together, so shove it yeah and like i said people are really
1: scrounging their money right now and they you know granted there are people who have Then i think there was one hedge fund that had to go like declare bankruptcy i believe yeah, um could be and it's like yeah you know you don't like to see that but at the same time it's just like well these people have been playing with the lives of all of these other people's money all the time it's like it's kind of just like i don't know a good come up it's to yeah. come around to them mm-hmm. Because you know a lot of people are struggling out there, and these people haven't really struggled because they get to do all the market manipulation, all that stuff. So it's good to see that you know and now they're get to struggle a little bit.
0: Yeah. Where do you think this is gonna go? I was just I was gonna bring that up. Uh, I'm not really sure, honestly. I think it's kind of just the beginning of of the back. I think it's gonna be back and forth for a while between you know your they're called retail investors and and your your old school, like investors. Um, I I don't know where it's going to go. I kind of because my boss is the one who started, you know, my company, um, our company, and uh, he's been invested for a long time and he didn't really have much to say about it. Um, I think he thinks it's just like a temporary fad thing. It doesn't really affect him he's got a very diversified long form portfolio. Yeah. Uh he said selling short is actually a fairly common thing, which I was surprised to hear. Uh, cuz ju- to me it seems kind of kind of shitty, I guess. Um you know, cuz GameStop has tens of thousands of employees, thousands of employees at least. Um it seems I don't know. I don't think I could I don't think I could do that bet on oh yeah, I'm going to I can't wait to make money when this company fails, you know. I think it's pretty
1: easy when you just don't think about it. Yeah. As weird as, as like, it's an easy statement to make, but like, I guess if you're just not, if you're an, an old rich person, you're like, "Hmm, how am I going to make millions today? And you're just like GameStop. I have no idea what that is. They're failing though. Let's just sell short on them. I guarantee that's how they look at it because that's their world. uh, As people who are a little bit more, on the ground level with this stuff, we're not hanging out with billionaires and we don't live billionaire lifestyle. So we, no, we kind of, we live on the other end of the spectrum. So yeah. I feel like we're a little more uh, sympathetic to uh, these sorts of issues as opposed to them where they're just in their sky lofts in New York city. Yeah.
0: Us peasants.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're in Binghamton, New York. Oh God. It's like,
0: remind me. So we're having another snowstorm. It's miserable. Oh, I love it. Oh, um... <laughs> I came
1: home from work on Friday night, Dan, and it was like nine degrees and it was blustery and snow coming down a little bit. And I was like, "Ah, I love this weather.
0: Yeah, I (laughs) wish I could say the same for myself.
1: I feel like I'm a psychopath for that. But
0: no, it's I want to I want to say probably about half the population loves winter half doesn't. Yeah. So
1: I would agree with that
0: for sure. Well, anyway, uh, yeah, GameStop, I mean, that was just such a weird thing to witness. It's it's honestly, it's history again. 2021 mm-hmm. uh, has been been wild so far, so it's it's only just begun, too. So,
1: yeah, I'm getting and pretty tired of, of living in history.
0: Yeah, uh, that Dan Carlin, uh, Dan Carlin, one of his uh, hardcore history episodes was someone, um, some historian said, may you live in interesting times. Uh, I would rather live in boring times. Thank you
1: yeah i was pretty pleased with 2010 to what 18
0: yeah it was pretty dull yeah in a a good way (laughs) i'll take that (laughs) um i feel like there was one other point i wanted to make about the gamestop thing but uh, i'm sure we'll be talking about it it's 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 not over yet uh like i said there's there's a a standoff between because what's what's going to happen when when the hedge fund people st- go to buy back their shares which they're going to have to do eventually um if they can't wait out the 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 retail investors is it's going to jack the price up even more um because they have to buy back all the all those shares that they that they shorted on so that's going
1: to be great so that
0: that's what people are waiting for now they're they're not sure when it's going to happen um but they think it's going to happen fast cuz once you know, once some of the big players start doing that, it's going to shoot the shoot the price up um, and shoot it up fast. So uh, that's
1: it's going to be interesting to see because, I mean, uh, these people have a lot more money to be able to be more stubborn than the regular folk. Yeah, uh, so I don't. I don't see a great outcome, but I'd also have been surprised with a lot of things recently. So sure. um
0: Yeah, I mean I think what's gonna happen is it's gonna it's gonna skyrocket and then it's gonna plummet to the floor really fast.
1: Yeah, I mean everyone's gonna sell their shares probably eventually. If like the side that we're on wins, if they like they're just gonna sell their shares eventually, right?
0: Yeah, that's, how, you're, immediately. that's how you get your
1: money. And then it'll yeah, it'll free fall. Yeah. Which will be interesting to see how, like, GameStop, like, board of directors handles that.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see what kind of effect all this huge influx of cash has on the company <laughs> itself. I haven't heard anyone talk about that. Like, is GameStop, like, going to, like, reorganize? Are they going to diversify? Like, what are they going to do? If anything, they might not do anything. I don't know. I haven't heard anything about that. I'll have to investigate.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, if GameStop is to survive, I think they need to do something uh, other than just sell, buy and sell video games from people because they need to do. I don't really know what would be a good route for them to go. It's tough right yeah. now because of the pandemic, but like once yeah, that exactly. eventually... that's hurt
0: them a lot, no question.
1: Yeah, but like eventually that ship's gonna write, right itself. So yep. at that point, they just what stay course and then try to figure something out, and by the end of the year
0: yeah i don't know i don't know like i said i don't know what effect the, the money has i know one thing they are trying to do is they're trying to get more into uh refurbishing like retro consoles oh, uh, cool. which i think is a great idea um i've been tempted I, my kids wanted a nintendo 64 like really bad and i've been tempted to get one um not not, i I actually would rather just like because you can get them relatively expensively if you can find them at like uh farmer's markets or garage sales so that's ideally the route i would like to go even if i have to repair it a little bit that's fine Uh, but that they are starting to do more of that sort of thing selling retro stuff and which i think is a good route but you're not going to need you're not going to need a GameStop on every corner for that you know yeah just one one every 50 miles or whatever is probably plenty
1: maybe they make it more into a video game cafe sort of thing that you can yeah. buy games, but also kind of like an Apple store. I don't know if yeah. that would be a route that they would do, but maybe they didn't do something because they're going to go the way of all of the other game selling stores. Yeah. I mean, Blackbuster, we used to have an EB games, but that's not around. I think that's in Australia at this point
0: only. Well, EB games and GameStop was this was the same company. Was it? Mm -hmm. there was a different one it was called was it games boutique that was a like a different company but yeah eb games and gamestop were essentially the same or maybe you know what gamestop might have bought eb games Uh, they combined somehow yeah Yeah. so anywho yeah that's all i got to say about that that's been a lot of fun to watch and i figured we would do an episode on it because it's it's obviously video game related yeah it is um,
1: topical i wish we had more inside like baseball on that yeah i'd love to know how many angry phone calls those billionaires had to make that day <laughs> yeah uh they so probably they're oh, that, <laughs> i'm just picturing how they reacted it's probably glorious yep
0: <laughs> all right Well, nibble bits
1: oh god there's so many all right I'll start with this one. Uh, There's a rumor going around that we are going to be getting some Mass Effect Legendary Edition stuff uh, info here very soon. Um, Apparently, there was talk of it on Twitter, and somebody who has an inside source said, last one more weekend. They don't know if it was this last weekend that we just had, or uh, we're recording uh, February 1st, so that Mm -hmm. is a Monday, so that weekend, or next weekend. Um, There's also supposed to be a new Game Informer coming out tomorrow, February 2nd, so people are wondering if there's going to be something for Mass Effect Legendary Edition for that, but the rumor is we will be getting some stuff here very soon, Uh, and also somebody said uh, this is probably just going to be, like, a uh, a high texture, like, Res Pack put out, and someone said it's way more involved with that or way more involved than that, especially with the first mass Effect. And I guess there's a lot of system overhauls too. That's a lot of the rumors coming out. So it sounds like there is a lot of love and care put into this because I look at the kingdoms of Amalur remaster, and that's like one of the most poor remasters I think I've ever seen uh, for a video game. There was really nothing done to that other than, Hey, we're putting it out on current console, current hardware uh so that one was majorly disappointing but it seems like this one might be pretty awesome uh looking forward to see what'll come of that because i'm looking forward to playing that
0: yeah absolutely
1: uh but i will run through these quick and if you have a thought on any of them um we'll stop on it but mlb the show 21 is coming to xbox which is surprising and playstation in april uh the exact date is april 20th 2021 it'll be uh, PS4, PS5, xx One, Series X. Uh, the older consoles it'll be sixty, and the newer consoles it'll be seventy. So, and there is going to be no upgrade path unless you buy the collector's edition. So, gotcha. Uh, if you have the older gen consoles and are going to want it for the newer gen console, you're going to have to pay up. Be interested to see how that goes over.
0: Yeah, agreed.
1: Uh, next, we have. The Medium, which is a new IP that came out of uh, Microsoft, apparently is turning a profit in its release week, which is surprising because it is on Game Pass. But it also makes me wonder if Game Pass is the reason it's turning a profit. Could be. Um, Because it's got middling reviews for the most part. Uh, It came out January 28th. I watched a few streamers play it. I'm not a huge fan of that style of game, so I don't think I'll play it. Uh, It's basically another middling Xbox IP. Sure. What I've gathered. But it is a new game, a new IP, so it is good to see. So maybe it'll be a good foundation game for a sequel. Um, if it's turning a profit, sounds like that that could happen. Next Epic Game Store raked in 70 million in sales revenue in 2020. And you know what? I've been using the Epic Game Store because Hitman 3 came out on it and Steam. And it's not bad. Uh, I've kind of done a 180 on it. I do find it annoying that it doesn't really have achie- like. So Hitman 3 has achievements, but not all the games have achievements. I don't know why I like achievements a lot. It helps guide progress sometimes when I'm kind of yeah. just like messing around in a game. So I think they need to add that and make it more apparent. Like when you go to your library, other than just like the game tiles, there's really nothing there. Uh, I like how Steam has achievements, playtime more yep. kind of visible than how they have it. I know playtime is there, but because honestly, I like I like the Epic Game Store quite a bit. Um, I have no problem using that as a second uh, client.
0: Yeah, as I said, I think God Galaxy 2.0 really eliminated a lot of my issues with having games on multiple clients. I should just download that. Should yeah, I? it's it's good. I I that's what I use to launch all my games. The only pain in the butt part is sometimes it it loses connectivity with your account. and You have to re-log in. But like anytime I boot up Origin, which is once every couple of months, I have to like reset my password anyway. So,
1: yeah. I mean, honestly, Ubisoft Connect and Origin and Bethesda should just they should just not have launchers at this point. Yeah. They're like, Agreed. I don't know. I think it's a waste of time for them at this point because they're not there can't be that many people that use it. Yeah. battle Net, epic and steam seem to be the three that are uh pretty good uh house Marquis Returnal got pushed back to april 30th uh it's a little bit of a delay it was going to be in march 19th release date but i got pushed to april i actually like that because um i like having the early part of the year with maybe a game or two and then uh being able to do backlog stuff and other gaming that i want to do because once we hit middle summer is when everything starts really coming out fast and furious so i like being able to have a little bit more time to play these uh, games that i have missed out on over the years so um that's the beautiful part about four in february which we'll be talking about yeah so there is that lord of the rings golem falls back to 2022 kind of not that interested in playing as Gollum in a game so
0: I'm interested to see what kind of direction they take with it, like where it fits into the timeline. I, I'm I'm sure I knew that information when I heard about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I'm interested to see things from Gollum's perspective.
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe it'll be good. It'll, it's probably going to be like a I feel like there's no combat really, right? It's just kind of...
0: Not much. I, I, It's more of a stealth game than anything from what, okay. from what I remember.
1: Maybe I will like it. I have... I'm the stealth fan. I like doing stealth in games, especially playing Hitman. Uh, So, I don't know. We'll see. We got another year for it, though. Next, IO Interactive's secret project that they've been working on, which is the developer of Hitman, is a 007 James Bond game. Oh, nice. I feel like this could be awesome, and I think they're literally the perfect studio to be handling this. So, um, I'm very, very interested to see what, what comes of this. I think it could be an awesome game. Um... 10cent purchases majority stake in clay entertainment. Uh the headline for this is won't starve, which i think is pretty funny.
0: <laughs> that is good. I love um
1: it. Yeah, i uh what i don't even know what clay has done recently, so
0: um but they it adds they did don't starve they did um uh they did that <clears throat> spy stealth puzzle game whose name i cannot think of. Let me see if i can Invisible find Inc. it. Invisible ink. Invisible Ink, yes, thank you. Yeah, that's exactly and they, what it
1: was. I think that the floor is lava too, which I never
0: played. Yeah, I think you're right. That's a VR only title, as far as I know.
1: Yep. Oh, and they did Oxygen Not Included too, which is okay. like a base building game. Okay. But uh, yeah, so they add um, basically the partner studios for Tencent right now are Riot Games um, and then Grinding Gear Games, which did Path of Exile. So. They have quite a portfolio now. Next, Dan, is Zelda Age of Calamity is the best-selling Warriors game. Sold 3.5 million copies as of January 25th. So uh, oh. it is worded as the crown jewel of the Warriors Musou franchise.
0: So, I, I would never have guessed that that was the best-selling one, at 3 million copies.
1: That's what a lot of people are saying, because there's been how many Dynasty Warriors mm. and Samurai Warriors and all of these games. But yeah, it is, in fact, the best-selling good i'll be curious to know when persona strikers launches what that'll do numbers wise because i feel like their games of not their ip is doing way better than their actual ips because there's not a whisper of dynasty warriors anywhere any like right now yeah i the mean i like stuff.
0: that i like that they do that that they kind of outsource their their style of game to different ips i think that's that's cool
1: yeah, and they do a good job with it.
0: Yeah. I, really I the Hyrule Warriors games are, are both really good. So mm-hmm.
1: Fire Emblem Warriors was a little disappointing, but it wasn't a bad game. No, it was games. it was
0: fine. it was just that there wasn't Fire Emblem elements inside the game. Or not as well as yeah. as they were implemented as well as Hyrule Warriors, obviously. They certainly crushed it for Breath of the
1: Wild. Yeah. Uh this is a double one. Uh but BlizzCon the BlizzCon online begins wow. Begins February 19th. Uh, So basically, the event opens at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, which is going to be 5 Eastern Standard. Uh, You convert the rest for your time zone. But there will be a preview of a What's New at Blizzard, which is interesting because uh, Vicarious Visions apparently is working on a remaster, or actually, I'm sorry, a remake of Diablo 2. Uh, They did Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two in the Crash Bandicoot remakes, and they're gonna have uh, some help with the Diablo Four team. Apparently, this was uh, Jason Shirai reported that this was being worked on, but got shelved because of Warcraft Three remake. How bad that got received. So Activision did some shuffling around, and apparently now uh, Vicarious Visions is working on it with the help of the Diablo Four team. So. That gets me really excited because the remakes from *Ficarious Visions have been unreal. I mean, the Crash, Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy was awesome. *Tony Hawks Pro Skater 1 and 2. I didn't play it, but I know people say it's phenomenal. So that yeah, gets me that's, pretty that's excited. that's one I
0: wanted to get and never ended up getting.
1: Same, same. I feel like that would be a fun game to just chill out to. So I'm pretty hopeful. I think that if they launch Diablo 2 Remake like this year... And then Diablo 4 in 2022, I think that that would be really, that'd be awesome. I feel like people are going to be annoyed if there's a remake of Diablo 2, because people like playing the crappy 16-bit or yeah. 32-bit, whatever graphics sure. it is. So um, I'm I'm personally very excited for it. So
0: I'm also partial to anything Vicarious Visions does, because they're based in Albany. Really? Yeah.
1: I didn't know that. Interesting. Well wow, yeah. hey, that gives us more of a reason to root for it now.
0: Yeah. Uh, they've done a great job with anything they've done from what I've from what I've seen.
1: Them and Toys for Bob should only do remakes. Because yeah. they both they both are Killed crush it. it. Yeah. Um, even Toys for Bob did Crash Bandicoot 4, which was an incredible game. So last but not least, God of War has a free enhanced performance boost for the PS5 players. Coming out tomorrow, February 2nd, you will be getting 4K, 60 frames per second for the God of War. This is fantastic news because it joins the Days Gone, Ghost of Tsushima crowd, uh, and then gives me hope for a Horizon Zero Dawn PS5 update, which would be 60 frames. I didn't think this would happen to me, Dan, but playing Horizon at 90 frames on Ultra Graphics on Steam and then going to... And playing everything at 60 frames now going to horizon on ps5 at 30 it runs choppy
0: yeah yeah once you (laughs) once you go high frame rates you don't you can't go back yeah i I thought you can there's an issue you can play the games you can because i i still play breath of the wild that's 30 frames uh, for like an action open world game but you notice it constantly yeah you you, it, it it you have to overcome that you know
1: yeah, and it's it's interesting because, like, I know I could get through it, but I'm at the point now where I'm like, you know what? It's unacceptable games are at 30 frames. Yeah, exactly. Let's do 60. Like, what's the problem? I yeah. will sacrifice 4K graphics for 60 frames any day now. Yep.
0: I'm so, glad you guys are finally getting on board because <laughs> I was the crazy one for the longest time.
1: I get it. I do. Like, it's just like, 90 frames is excessive too. Like that's that's pretty high. Like I don't need that. But yeah, just like I noticed that when I played the Final Fantasy VII remake too, because it was running at 30, and I was like, yeah. oh man, this game kind of runs like crap. And it's like, oh no, I've been playing PC games recently. It was like when I was playing, I think it was Horizon. So yeah. I went back to play Final Fantasy VII remake, and I was like, oh man, that's why I'm noticing this now because I was playing on PC or everything was running on the highest graphical <laughs> settings with max frames that it could do. Yeah. And then I go to the 30 and I'm like, okay, so it's just running choppy. I have to get used to it. And I did get used to the Final Fantasy VII remake and loved it. But yeah, I did notice that it's actually changed one of my four in February games. And it pushed back my goal, which I'll talk about during. Okay. Remake. So uh, yeah, yeah it,
0: so. It, it it even gets to the point. Well, um, I can't play Fort something like Fortnite uh, at 60 frames per second because it looks choppy um oh no a couple months ago me and marlo streamed fortnite and because of because it only goes 60 frames per second to twitch i had to play in 60 frames or else it looks really choppy on the stream yeah so i i set my frame rate limiter to 60 frames per second uh playing the game so that the the stream would run smoothly yeah and it was a nightmare to play like that (laughs) because i usually Fortnite runs for me the lowest still goes like 120 so double the frame rates is the lowest the low end for what i get Fortnite. usually it's it's pegged between like 155 and 165 because uh my monitor's uh 165 hertz and then with the with the g-sync it's not g-sync but it's free sync compatible yeah um, it it just smooths everything out so that yeah it's it makes such a huge difference
1: yeah yeah, no, it's. Uh, I didn't think this would happen, but eh, no, I, I've joined your team on it. Things need to run at sixty at this point. At, I mean, at, yeah,
0: exactly. At the very least, sixty frames. If they don't go higher than that, that's fine. But everything needs to be sixty.
1: Yeah, and like for them to be talking like, "Oh, our consoles are so powerful," it's like, "Well, let's like actually put some more modern PC amenities to these games now." Yeah. If it's they're so powerful.
0: Yeah, I'm just glad they're capable now of 120. That's that's a good sign, you know. Yeah,
1: I mean, Ori and the Will of the West, I think runs at 120. Yeah, I don't know if my TV uh, outputs that, but yeah, that game runs at 120 apparently. So I, right. I, I mean, they're they're getting there. Gears of War is supposed to run, Halo is supposed to run higher than 60. So yeah. it's happening. Uh, yeah. Everybody just needs to catch up. Yep. And those are my nibble bits, by the way.
0: Okay, I got a couple of Nintendo ones. Um so Nintendo, I guess their their earnings reports just came out. Uh Animal Crossing: New Horizons has sold 31 million copies. It hasn't even been a year. Hasn't even been a year. It'll be a year in March at the end of March. Um yeah, 31 million copies. The Nintendo Switch Lite has sold almost as many consoles as the Wii U. <laughs> and, already? <laughs> yeah, already. Uh that that's been out for a year and a half or 2 years maybe. And then uh, in total, there's been almost 80 million Switches sold. Um, they had such a good last quarter that they upped their sales forecast for the next next year by quite a bit, I guess. That's absurd. Yeah.
1: So Nint- Nintendo. <laughs> it's just really funny to me that Nintendo just keeps selling gangbusters on everything for everything
0: they do. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I forget who it was. Uh, It might have been Colin Moriarty was like, you know, as good as the PlayStation uh, exclusives are, any one of them would kill to sell as many copies as Animal Crossing. Yeah. Like any, any game, yeah, you're talking... That's, that's like, Minecraft. I mean, Minecraft has sold a lot more copies, but to have, like, one... Minecraft's on everything, right? So it's on every single... To have an exclusive that... For a system with, with 80 million units sold to sell 31 million copies, that's that's a huge... Uh, I forget the conversion rate or something like that for, for people that own the system and Animal Crossing, you know?
1: Okay, so... I'm looking at an article that is breaking down the best sold PlayStation 4 games, and I'm scrolling real quick just to yeah. get...
0: Some, uh, some, some some numbers.
1: Okay, so right now at 8 um, was Spider-Man with 8.76 million glo- okay. uh, global sales.
0: That's pretty high, though.
1: Yeah, Horizon and God of War and all of those were not as much. Uncharted 4 is at 10.33. Um
0: and you're talking over 100 million consoles with when you're talking the PS4, right? It's 110 million.
1: Yeah. Oh, God. Okay, so Grand Theft Auto, which doesn't count. Red Dead doesn't <laughs> count. Call of Duties don't count. FIFA doesn't count. Yeah, so Uncharted yeah, because, 4 uh, is the best one.
0: Yeah, because uh, th- those are not exclusives. Those are on everything. And even, like, Grand Theft Auto 5 was on the Xbox 360. Then it was on the the, the Xbox One and PS3 and PS4 and PC. Like, that's it's kind of comparing apples and oranges really you know
1: yeah now it's on the new one so basically it goes uncharted spider-man uh and then the last of us remastered god of war horizon okay it's crazy yeah and they weren't anywhere near animal crossing for a year yeah
0: less than a year (laughs) yeah I mean, and then you talk about a game like Mario Kart 8 Deluxe or Mario Kart 8 and the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe but split between the Wii U and the Switch. Like that's probably pushing 70, 80. No, no, not 70 or 80 million. I'm sorry. I think it's I think it's like 25 million on the Switch. Obviously, the Wii U, it didn't sell as many, but I still think it's it's like six or eight million on the Wii U. It sold. Wow. Um So that's crazy.
1: That's the best selling Switch game still, right? What's that, Mario Kart Eight?
0: I don't know what it, what it, what is actually. Well, we should look that up while we're while we're on the topic. It might be Animal Crossing, but nah, it's probably Mario Kart or maybe Smash. Uh List
1: of the best. This is according to our old friend at Wikipedia. Gotcha, Mario Kart Eight. Okay, thirty three point four one. Okay, mm, but they had April. 2017 till now uh smash is third breath of the wilds four, pokemon's five odyssey's six mario party's seven the let's go games are at eight splatoon 2 is at nine and 10's new super mario bros deluxe wow uh, these are all sold so well yeah splatoon 2 has sold more copies than the best-selling ip on playstation
0: yeah well i mean again a lot of it is People buy Nintendo to play Nintendo games, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the the PlayStation and Xbox are multi-platform consoles. You know, obviously yeah. PlayStation has great exclusives. I'm not taking anything away from that. But you buy Nintendo consoles to play Nintendo games
1: very true and these are all well i mean splatoon 2 is not but like a lot of these games in the top 10 are all from really well established i mean there's a pokemon and there, there's two zeldas yeah. there's a bunch of marios i mean so yeah i guess yeah. it makes sense these are long standing franchises but still yeah. I, that's that's really crazy to me still
0: well too I, I i don't remember who I was talking to about this but so mario's 35th anniversary was last year zelda's 35th anniversary is this year like how is it that these characters these franchises are still selling this well 30 plus years later i know that's another they,
1: thing um dan and breath of the or link or uh age of calamity is 16 and paper mario origami king is 20 do they yeah. have like re- like way different sales expectations than these other they have to right
0: yeah i mean uh, like i said the uh, a lot of it goes by like adoption rate for the games sold per console. So Nintendo's is always 30, 40, 50%, you know, in that area. Whereas other, other systems are like, so you said 10 million for uncharted. Yeah. So that's, that's under 10% like adoption rate for an exclusive for a console. So, yeah.
1: That's that's really, that's honestly crazy to me. Yeah, But I feel like a game like Paper Mario Paper Mario Origami King wasn't that expensive to make.
0: Probably not. That had to have made gangbuster profit.
1: Yeah, I mean, so according to Wikipedia, it's 3.05 million. And like I just said, I don't think it could take that much to make. I mean, the game is cool looking, but I don't think that's an expensive art style to do. Or maybe it is. I don't know i don't yeah. have any game development ability so hard to know Nintendo right. man
0: yeah i just thought those numbers were were fascinating mm. all right well uh how was your week oh uh, kind of crappy we had a we had a death in the family yeah
1: yeah our uh my childhood cat and a cat that you know very well dan too um crosby had passed away um on last thursday and uh it was a huge bummer because he was kind of sick back around halloween but then he was fine so we're like okay good whatever and my mom said she's like oh like i just hope he makes it to the holidays so he was 100 fine his normal self and then i want to say early january on a saturday after like i got out like i worked that friday and got home and it was like i think maybe january 8th or 9th whatever it doesn't really matter but Mom and dad were like, ah, Crosby's not feeling well again. So uh, by our coal stove, like we put up a gate and set up his bed because he couldn't really jump up on anything anymore. Uh Uh, So we like let him lay there. Um, You know, we're feeding him soft food to take care of him. And we thought he was going to pass pretty quickly. Uh, So we're just going to let him do it naturally. But it started to get pretty bad and it kind of took a toll on us. We took him to the vet. And the vet was like, okay, like we, he's got some bad teeth, which is, you know, cripples cats, but that's yeah. something that's fixable. And then they thought he had diabetes. So we're like, okay, like that makes sense. We looked up a lot about diabetes, like giving neuropathy in the hind legs of the cats, uh, and all that stuff. So we're like, okay, like that's why he's moving around a little bit slower. He's a little bit more unsure of his movement, all of that. So we're like, okay, well, we got like diabetic food. Um, we're going to get the teeth taken care of whatever, Uh, So kind of how like two and a half weeks went where I would watch Crosby from when my mom and dad would go to work. So at 10, I would go out and sit with him and hang out with him all day. And then my mom and dad would get home would be four Mm -hmm. o'clock. And then my mom would pretty much watch him until the next day. And we were rinse and repeated that for the two and a half weeks. So the Wednesday before we had to put him down, he was actually like playing again, which was good. He was eating a ton of food. So we're like, oh, like he's getting better. That's awesome. And then on Thursday, uh, when I went to go out to watch him, I was like, he's not like doing great today. I don't know. It might be, he's just feeling Logie. Uh, I won't get into detail cause I don't want to like say a lot of stuff to people. He was very not good shape. Uh-huh. Uh, I was stressed the entire day cause I was like, I need like mom to get home. to so help yeah. me with it because it's getting really, really ugly. Uh, so then we took him to the vet, um, I didn't know what to expect because at this point he pretty much beat the odds every other time. So I was like, yeah, he might be okay because I thought maybe he just needed a shot of insulin. Uh Um, But sadly his glucose levels were really good. Uh, And one thing that I noticed watching him is he was like pacing manically. And she said that that uh, is uh, like a neurological issue. Uh, And then they were able to conclude they had a tumor. Um, Uh Yeah. Um, in his, in his head essentially and yeah. they said it's a really really rare one and it's a pretty ugly uh ending uh so to save him from really really struggling we had to put him down yeah uh and it sucked because that was like i've had that cat since i was in middle school early middle school so he he was 15 he was old yeah. uh going on 16 so he had a good long life but yeah it was it was hard uh and crosby and or sophie and nina were very observant to it too because True. Sophie would watch him kind of like stumbling around, and like she, when I would be like, like I'd hold Crosby a couple times to like you know make him feel yeah. better, and she would like watch over. Uh, Nina would lay next to him by the fire and stuff like that. So they were, you could tell that they were aware that he wasn't feeling good. Yeah. And the first day that he was in the house, Sophie I noticed was looking around the house and walking around and pacing around and like looking around, uh-huh. like obviously like looking for him. So uh it's weird he wasn't a big presence in the house but the house does feel a little bit more empty
0: yeah oh man
1: but it it was it was sad it was tough and it was it sucked for me especially because i went from putting him down to i went home cooked food showered, went to bed because i was kind of bummed and then i slept like 13 14 hours and woke up and i had to get to work immediately Uh for three uh, so like I didn't process it, and then I was driving into work, and I, then it started to like hit me that we didn't have Crosby anymore. So I had to work that shift, and it was it was a sad day.
0: Yeah, uh, it's a
1: sad day. I don't handle pet deaths very well. So no, oh, no, um, nor do I. Yeah, it it was tough and tough to have happen, but he's not suffering anymore, and he's in a better spot. Uh, so rest
0: we in got, peace, Crosby.
1: Yeah, rest in peace, Crosby. So now we have Sophie and Nina just. The, the heads of the house now
0: uh-huh
1: so but that was really it for my week i've just been playing a lot of video games from uh everything I uh, just it's
0: nice to life tune is out.
1: yeah life is slow right now with work not working too much so um trying to save miles of my car by not doing too much in town so i've just been chilling in newark valley playing video games and watching sports uh-huh but yeah. you said you had some stuff that are probably yeah. a little bit more uplifting.
0: <laughs> I, I've got a couple things to talk about. Uh, first, so we finally ended up getting our stimulus that we were supposed yeah. to get at the beginning of the year. We were one of those ones that, I don't, and I don't know why this happened, but because of who we file our taxes through, it goes into a temporary account before it gets put into your account so it went into that account and like disappeared before it got put into our account. Okay. Um, I don't know why it happened with the second one and not the first one. Cause the first one we got like immediately. So we were expecting Same. it all along. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we ended up getting it. Who cares that that's, that's good. We didn't want to have to do the tax thing. Cause we didn't want like such a pain in the butt. Well, but yes, anyway, they
1: push taxes to the middle of February. You can't. Yeah. Do
0: yeah. No, I know. I know. It stinks. Like, okay. <laughs> um, so, but the reason why that's important is because we're we're getting new phones, um, which is nice because I've I've had my Pixel Three XL for uh, I think almost two years. Uh, I'm going back to Samsung. I'm getting the Samsung Galaxy Note 20. Uh, okay. I like the Pixel, but it had a couple things that bothered me about it. The first is the the notch, which I thought I could get used to on the screen. Uh, but I never ended up getting used to it or, or liking it. It, mm-hmm. it bugged me a bit. Um, so the galaxy, no, the galaxy line of phones have a little hole punch for the front camera instead of having the big, like they call yeah. it devil horn sometimes, but the big notch cut out of the screen. Yeah. Um, yeah it just it it always triggered me (laughs) whenever i was watching like a video that's in full screen uh if it didn't because sometimes some of it would cut off and that would be fine but a lot of it didn't and it would just be this notch in what a video or a game that i was playing and uh triggered me so that's how google can spy on you better yeah yeah i don't know i don't know what the (laughs) what the reasoning for um but also like this is the first phone i've ever had that uh the screen cracked Oh, I got a little, little tiny. Cra- I, and I take very good care of my things, uh, but oh, there's yeah. a little, little tiny crack down here on the bottom. And I don't know what, what happened. I don't know if one of my kids, uh, when they got it, broke it, but, uh, I've, I've, I've had the galaxy notes. Um, I had the note five and the note eight, uh, and never had any issues. Like when I traded them in, they looked like the day I bought them. Um, as I said, I'm always super careful with my stuff. Uh, I take good care of my things, but yeah, this phone has a crack in it. So. Um, so yeah going from the google pixels back to back to samsung this time around um we ordered it this morning and it should be getting here probably by the middle of the week so hopefully the snowstorm doesn't delay it um my wife got the galaxy s21 which is the one that just came out like a few days ago and then uh my son his phone like just the screen was just shattered (laughs) they, they take he takes such bad care of his stuff. Uh, cause my daughter has a switch too, you know, and hers is, you know, it's, it's got, it's dirty, like from dirty yeah. hands playing with it. Um, but other than that, it's like, it's like perfect. And his switch, like the, he broke the, the thumbsticks on the, on the joy cons and they're all Man. like loose and wobbly. I, I don't know what he does, but he just doesn't take care of his thing. So we got him, uh, what is it? It's a Motorola with a stylus. So, Oh, nice. Um, but my my yeah my wife's and my son's phones I think are going to be here like tomorrow and then mine's coming later on in the week so that'll be nice. Oh,
1: lucky you.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> 120 hertz display too. So we talked about refresh Ooh. rates. Yeah. 120 hertz. Um, so I'm also excited about that. Um, because that's kind of the new standard in phones, the going up from the regular 60 to 90 in some cases, and then uh the the galaxies are are 120. Yeah. So.
1: The only other phone I would ever consider getting would be the the Samsung phones. Yeah,
0: yeah. they de- they're definitely uh, build quality wise they're they're on par with with Apple's Apple definitely. phones. I this Pixel it's a decent phone, but it's definitely not build quality uh, like the like the Samsung or Apple phones. Um, I've never owned like a, a One Plus phone or anything like that, so I can't speak to those. Um, the Motorola phones, for the most part, are just. Are, are more budget phones that I, yeah. I, I would like to have one of the new Motorola razors? Um, but I don't know. I, I don't know that the folding screen phones are very, very strong yet. I think they, they break kind of easily. So
1: I will be honest, folding screen phones, I don't understand why they're making a comeback.
0: Well, I, I don't know. They, but the,
1: they Fold. are and I I, well, yeah. I I don't know it's just weird to me i don't think i could ever go to a fully <laughs> screen phone after yeah. having what
0: i've had you know well because then because the screen literally folds like it's just it folds it bends like it's it's so weird yeah I, I would like to play with one and maybe have one for a little while but again with kids like they break everything so uh you know i i need something sturdy yeah yeah so that's very true <laughs> yeah uh, so there was that. And the other thing is with all the investing, uh, nonsense and GameStop nonsense that's going on, uh, I bought myself some, uh, Dogecoin,
1: yeah, Dogecoin. cryptocurrency.
0: Yeah. Um, cause I was reading up on all the stuff and, and it seemed like everywhere I looked, everyone was like, Dogecoin to $1, you know, let's do it. Dogecoin to $1. And then you got, uh, like, um, Elon Musk talking about Dogecoin. So I was like, oh, why the heck not? uh so i i bought nine dollars worth of doge coins i think it was uh six or seven cents per per doge coin which is the highest it's ever been i was like you know what i'll buy it if 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 it doesn't go up i'm out nine dollars that's three trips to dunkin donuts it's not a big deal Uh, and if it does go up to a dollar i'll make a a nice profit yeah Um, it, it has gone down since um but i actually think i'm gonna buy some more uh because some crypto people that i follow think it it it's not going to go to a dollar but it could go to like 25 cents so i'm actually waiting for the price to drop dip down a little bit more before i uh, i'll put another nine or ten dollars in and uh, again if i lose that who cares it's only it's only like 20 bucks you know whatever that's how it all starts yeah i mean it's 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 honestly fun because what what it's caused me to do is uh investigate like cryptocurrency and stocks and i've been like just watching it and, and learning about it. So, as I know you mentioned, wanting to invest. Well, there's a bunch of platforms that you can get on. Just invest 20 bucks, you know?
1: I actually have a Robinhood account. Yeah. Oh, we forgot to talk about Robinhood. Yeah,
0: we didn't talk about Robinhood. We <laughs> forgot about that. I, yeah,
1: yeah. We,
0: we can, because that's actually how I bought my Doge, my Dogecoin. And I got a stock from them, which I'm trying to sell because it's way up from when they gave it to me. Um, but you have to keep it for three days i'd never because I, I signed up for a robin account in like maybe i like october yeah and i never claimed the free stock i i looked at it occasionally but i just never claimed the free stock i finally got it a couple of days ago and it was like i think it was like 540 when i got it it's a something mining H like Hecla mine heckla mining um and it was like it was like almost eight dollars today. I'm like, what? But I tried to sell, it, and of course, it wouldn't, because uh, I would just put that into into Dogecoin too. You know?
1: Yeah, throw yeah, throw all the money in immediately. Sure, why not? <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's I mean, that's that's how it works, really.
0: Yeah, and it, again, you know, just me putting my nine dollars in for Dogecoin has made me interested in in cryptocurrencies. I started reading a little bit about them. Um, it's it's fascinating stuff, really. Uh, I'm too poor to do something like Bitcoin or or even like ethereum or litecoin or anything like that but you know i could get into some of the altcoins and yeah. invest a little bit uh just just for the fun of it you know
1: i still remember when my roommate bought the one stock that was based on fear in the market when the pandemic hit uh-huh. and riding that roller coaster because it was like it would go from like 400 dollars to like 700 dollars, and like he bought Two shares or something, so we had like over a grand invested in this, and I just remember he would, when Trump would speak, was when the thing would go down, uh-huh. the because like the fear in the market would go down, and then sure. after that it would slowly rise. So he would do that, but then like one time it didn't stick to that trend, and just like riding that roller coaster for a couple days, yeah, it was so stressful.
0: Yeah. honestly i'm i'm again i'm pretty interested in the whole thing my my boss is actually he's he's been trying for years to get me to do the the stock classes that that he does and that's where we get a lot of our clientele from is is these these like newbie stock classes Mm -hmm. um the the guy that runs them his his mentor is like uh pushes our company for for the for the new traders. so that's that's our like niche uh, but he's been trying to get me to do that. And I think I think I think I will. I think I'll take him up on it because, uh, like, should, like yeah. I said, I know how it works. But w- the one thing that they get good at, the more you experience are the indicators for like when you should buy and sell stuff and and, and following trends and all that stuff. Like, um, I mean, there, there's there's stocks that you invest in and continually invest in for for dividends like that's fairly easy to read. Um, or, or ones that you're looking for like long-term growth that's a little bit easier to read but I, honestly i'm interested in in you know just learning about it yeah i mean everyone
1: says that that's how people go from having almost no money to being able to be like uh, reach that next echelon
0: yeah and um, you will i mean you're young enough that you could make a huge difference on you know on your retirement uh, you know i i think you 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 are doing some investing right
1: yeah, so I basically have been going through uh, Nick with all that. I've been doing yeah. like life insurance, uh, Roth IRA. Yep. I have a lot, uh, like a decent amount of money that I could probably put into Robinhood and mess around with. Um, my hesitancy is laziness because I don't want to babysit stocks right now. So I actually have to talk to Nick because I'm looking at doing Acorns
0: too. Oh yeah. Acorns is great. That's, yeah. It's different.
1: Yeah. For that, for people who don't know how that works is essentially like, say you pay, you buy something and it's like $8 and 20 cents. What Acorns does is it takes, it just rounds up to $9 and takes that money that that extra money that you're putting in. So it would be the 80 cents to do a portfolio and invest yep. that for you. So yep. you're basically taking anything that you buy and, basically supporting your future with it so i've been looking into doing that i actually have to text him uh about that which i'm going to do probably tomorrow and then yeah i want to do more stuff like that i just have been
0: lazy just do a little bit of a little bit of money like i said 10 bucks find some penny stocks or something that you can throw 15 20 30 dollars into and just learn that way you know
1: yeah, I, I really should just do it. Why not? Yeah,
0: just for, It's just for fun. You know, don't expect to make anything. And if you, again, don't, uh, the piece of advice I keep seeing, because all of a sudden now, uh, like my TikTok for you page is all like investing stuff. <laughs> it's so they weird know. how that happens, they but they do know it's, that's like the most weirdly specific thing that they put you on. It's, it, it's crazy. Um, but anyway, a lot, a lot of people like don't invest something you can't afford to lose ever. So. Yeah, but yeah. So I'm I'm glad I actually had something to talk about for my week because I usually don't have anything. But
1: yeah, it's the longest our um, week segment we've probably had where it's just you and me.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I, let me look at the Dogecoin price right now. Actually, so Dogecoin is at three cents. Um, I honestly like some people did make a lot of money off of doge doge coin actually um cuz they bought it when it was like less than pennies and bought a bunch and then when it mm. got up to 8 cents they they dumped a lot of it and uh made made tidy profits if you owned a lot of it and i ideally i would like for it to go back down under a cent you know maybe half a cent or quarter of a cent and then i could you know buy however much with my 10 bucks. And then if it does go up to $0. 25 cents, like some analysts are predicting it might, I don't know if it's actually going to, but even if it goes back up to $0. eight cents or $0. 10 cents or what have you, uh, and I sell it then and, you know, make a few bucks and say, Hey, I'm a Bitcoin investor now. Yeah. You know,
1: I, that's honestly how it goes. And you ever know you could do something like that and it could change everything for you.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I, cause I calculated cause it was before, before I knew anything about it. Um, when I put the, put the $9 or whatever it was in, uh, people are like, yeah, Dogecoin to $10. Like, okay. So if Dogecoin goes to $10, then I will make, I think it was like 1200 bucks off of my $9 investment. Yeah. So that would have been awesome. I, people are like, no, it's never going to get that high. But I mean, you never know. People are saying that about Bitcoin years ago and Bitcoin, people are like, uh, Bitcoin might get to 300 K
1: that's insanity <laughs> yeah so but I anyway still don't, i still don't understand fun. cryptocurrencies to be honest with you
0: i don't really either um they do different things so one of them
1: what the heck was it called i know dogecoin's a meme
0: dogecoin was a joke yeah that was a meme um it's I, I don't know like something about computing but one of them i, I was looking up and i don't remember the name of it It was called like Decentral Land or something, but it was actually this like actual, almost like Second Life, like this other world. Yeah. And the money that you mined in it is money that you could spend in the game, but it was also a publicly publicly traded altcoin. Really? I wish I could. You know what? I'm gonna look it up because I need to know. Uh, because we're talking about video games and it's a, a virtual world. Um, yeah, I, th- I, th- I think I, I'm going to look it up. It was like Second Life, but I can't remember what it was.
1: Oh, were the games like Second Life? Is it RuneScape?
0: Ru- RuneScape was up there, yeah. But there, like, there's a lot of different ones. Where Just
1: put it? 10 bucks in like 10 of them.
0: A lot of the ones that are easy to trade, New York is very restrictive about um, no. shocker is a re- very restrictive about bitcoin trading so a lot of the ones that you can trade in are are ones that are more expensive of course Where new york now
1: one of the most corrupt states
0: <laughs> i know i have to come up with the name of it because um, it was so interesting
1: while you're looking i'm gonna yeah. run to the bathroom real quick actually okay if that works all right i'm back i found it what is it
0: so it's called decentraland 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 so decentraland is an ethereum token that powers the decentraland virtual reality platform uh the the coin is called mana and mana can be used to pay for virtual plots of land in decentraland as well as in world goods and services Huh. it's 15 cents really yeah um Lose yourself in an amazing evolving world. Explore lands owned by users to experience incredible scenes and structures from a space adventure to a medieval dungeon maze to entire villages crafted from the minds of community members. So weird. Is this, that's, is this popular? Has to be, I, right? I, I don't know. I've never heard of it. I'd never heard of it until I was just looking at the, the various alt coins the other day. And we've been um, involved
1: in this thing for a while, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm going to I'm going to look more into it and uh and and report back. Yeah, that's interesting. There's an article on Yahoo Finance called Exploring the Virtual World of Decentraland.
1: How long ago was that article?
0: Um, April 22nd,
1: 2019. Okay, so that's
0: recent. Wow. Yeah. But anyway, I thought that was interesting stuff. Very much so. Okay, anyway, Will, go ahead and, and uh, tell us what you played. So, let me ask where
1: you want me to go with this. you want me to talk about 4 in February uh, yeah. stuff or Hitman?
0: It, oh, do Hitman first.
1: Okay, Hitman. Hitman 3 is the third game in the, like, reboot of Hitman. Uh, it's called the World of Assassination. Assassination. Oh, wow. <laughs> You know what's weird? I, as a server, I go to greet my tables quite often, and I always misspeak, and I sound like an idiot. And for how long <laughs> I've done this podcast, you think I'd be able to enunciate my words well, but I just stumble over myself like a fool. I have World of way. assassination <laughs> games. Uh, let me tell you, Dan, I know Eric has played a little bit of hitman one and two i want to say Uh but i think that this was a trilogy that this podcast really missed out on yeah because let me tell you something this game is incredible uh so what they're doing is when hitman 2016 came out i remember i bought it but i never played it and i remember being the, the reason why i didn't play it was because they decided to take a risk with that uh, hitman absolution kind of tanked in 2012 when that came out so when that tanked it kind of lost the it was like an acclaimed game good game but it wasn't what hitman was hitman's more known for its sandbox world where they kind of put you in an area and said hey this is who you have to kill go figure it out hitman absolution was more of a linear game okay. these this trilogy kind of was getting back to that and with hitman 2016 what they did was They released the game where it had one level in it and it said there is a lower price point of like $15, I want to say, but you get that one level or you spend $60 and you get all of the levels that they're going to do for the game. Um, And that didn't work out because most people, that was the first time that that pricing model was kind of introduced um, and it didn't go well because gamers are creatures of habit and they don't really like things that change it up everything a little too much. Uh, and that was an example of that so not a lot of people kind of were in on that and hitman 2016 eventually was acclaimed but took a little bit to get there because of that and i remember playing it and being like oh there's only one level and it's paris and eh, whatever so i kind of missed out on the rest of that game and then missed out on hitman 2 which came out in 2018 but i knew people were really excited for hitman 3 so i figured you know what let's buy it it's early game, why not try out a game for 2021, get the year off. Uh and it reviewed really well, so I figured let's do it. So I bought it. And it's pretty incredible because I don't know how to talk about some of the levels without spoiling spoiling honestly the story does not matter. Right. Uh, first and foremost, the spoil- the story is whatever. So there's this one level in the game, uh it's Berlin is where it takes place and it pits you in a rave so there's an outside area then the inside area where the rave is so the level is structured around a cat and mouse game where there's other agents 11 of them to be exact who are hunting you and you have to figure out how to eliminate them and it's really cool because you're in the this area where these flashing lights are going off and people are partying And you have these other agents who are hunting you dressed up in the costumes of the Ravers who were trying to kill agent 47. And you have to figure out how you're going to trick them and get back and kill them. Uh, So it's a really cool thing. Like you're weaving in and out of crowds where you see like the DJ, like playing the thing, like, you know, on the, the, area that they do and dancing and everyone's going crazy and you have these other agents who are like hunting you going through the crowd and you're weaving your way through traffic to be able to you know get new uniforms to deceive them and stuff like that that level was really cool uh, there's another level where you're in a, ma- a mansion in britain and this lady you're supposed to kill but before she does this one thing uh, her brother dies so you go in to this area and i dressed up as a private investigator so they bring you in you're like hey her brother died we have to figure out what happened who killed him uh it was framed as a suicide so you as agent 47 have to kill the head of the house but you're also doing a murder mystery to figure out how her brother died and how that works out you can leverage it into different ways to be able to assassinate the target and it's really cool because the world the game just kind of throws you in there and says figure it out there's a lot of different ways that you can assassinate the target like in the very first level you can do a thing where they hit an exploding golf ball and it kills them you can poison the drink you can shoot him in the head you can push him off the top of a building like they have give you all these different routes that you can go about uh killing your targets it's for you to figure it out from there and there are mission stories within the world too of these different levels And you can follow those if you want and it tells like a a small little story or you can just go in and try to figure it out your own way. So there's a lot of different avenues that you can go about figuring all this stuff out. And I love that that's a part of it because I think what this game, I'm a huge fan of stealth games. Like I love the Deus Ex games, Dishonored games, all of those. So they're a lot of fun for me. I like being able to sneak around and nothing's more rewarding than when like you push somebody off the top of a building to kill them because that's like what your target is, or like one of them, uh, or like when you're hunting those other agents and you like outsmart them and take them out and kill them. It's just really cool. And what Hitman 3 or what this Hitman is doing is it's more of like a surface game. And I don't mean that in a bad way, because what they do is when I bought Hitman 3, they gave me access to all of Hitman 2016's levels. Oh wow. So I have all of those in the game. And for off I think it was like the total was like seven bucks I got all of hitman twos because I bought hitman three so I got all of those levels so I have all of the trilogy for 67 bucks I think I spent uh on epic games right now so I can go back and play any of these old levels and what they did is they retroactively updated them graphically and gear wise so they work with hitman three stuff um and it looks like hitman three plays like hitman three has all the equipment that hitman three has And I get to use all that stuff in the levels from the old game. So it's really cool. It's not like I'm going back and playing a game that did not uh, age well or where they implemented new systems. Like I look at Mass Effect 1. Mass Effect 1 systems don't play as well as Mass Effect 2 or 3 because they updated the game. That's not like that with this game because all of Hitman, like they made them so they all can synchronously be able to play all of them. Right. Uh, And it's really, really cool to be able to go back to all these different levels that I missed out on. And it's just like, it's a blast because it also, Hitman's a silly game too, at the same time. Like, there's humor to it. Uh-huh. Um, like, yeah, it's
0: it, not to change the subject, but it's, I remember when Eric was talking about it, it seemed like something I would absolutely love if I ever sat down and played it.
1: Yeah. And you know what? I never really got into it. And now, like, as a fan of stealth games and like assassination type stuff, I don't know why I never played it, but going back and playing, I'm like, this game's incredible. Like, there was this one assassination attempt. You're doing a winery uh, tour in Colombia, and I'm dressed up as this one hitman who is supposed to kill this one person. Uh, and you're on a tour with two other women, and one of the women is the target, and you're trying to protect the other woman. So I'm dressed up as the hitman who is supposed to kill the woman that you're actually trying to protect. And there's this grape crusher where it's this big apparatus where it comes down and crushes things. And I think, you know where I'm going with this. Uh-huh. I was able to take the safety off in the middle of the thing while I'm talking to the, the wine tour guy. And like, I'm posing as like a wine connoisseur. And it's just really funny. Cause Agent 47 is like this empty vessel of a human. So hearing uh-huh. him talk is just like, It's really funny. Um, (laughs) So I was able to get a picture in the grape thing, the grape crusher. But I noticed the woman who I'm trying to kill lingered in there a little bit longer than the rest of us. So when everybody turned around, I activated the grape crusher. It came down and smushed her. (laughs) And it's just like a lot of different cool ways. And that was one of like six or seven ways that I could like kill this woman in this game. Uh, And it's just really cool. And like what they do is they give you different... um, ratings per level too and i will say out of all of the levels there was only one level that i got above 30 percent completion in. and it was the last level and that's because it's a pretty linear level it's not as wide open as the other ones i think with the other ones the highest i did was the chinese area uh i don't tron queen i think is the name i can't remember the name exactly <laughs> But it's like I got 22% of it completed. And these are like massive sandbox levels, which is really cool uh, to see. And just like, it reminds me a little bit of Cyberpunk. There was a lot of neon there too, which was really cool. Um, And like all of the different level areas were really cool. Just seeing how well thought out, how graphically beautiful and stunning they all are. And I have two full other games to go back and play too. So it's really honestly like it's a really underrated trilogy, and I think this is a trilogy that the podcast missed out on because for whatever one reason or another, we just never really played it or had gave it the time. Uh, And Eric was right; Eric said these games were awesome. Yeah, Um, and they they are in fact awesome. I should have bought it on Xbox so he could play the third one because I feel like he would like it a lot uh, because I can't really share it on Epic. Right. But yeah, I think really highly of Hitman three. I thought that game was awesome i think i beat it in 12 hours and that was doing not that much stuff uh in each level so i definitely plan on going back and playing through hitman one and two i kind of want to do the thing where i maybe play a level uh every day or two um and experience it because there's this one level that takes place in like colorado that looks really cool there's one in miami paris new york city all these cool locations it's all over the world so I think Hitman 3, I think it scored like an 87 on OpenCritic. And I think that's a really good rating for it. I think it's going to be a really... I'm excited to see what they do more with it, like DLC-wise. What other levels they add in. Because they usually do add in a level or two. So, yeah. Um, Hitman 3 was an awesome game. And it wasn't one that I expected to like as much as I did. So, I I think I beat it in like two or three days. Like, I just sat down and couldn't stop playing it.
0: Nice. Yeah, one of the things I think that's underappreciated in games is allowing giving the players the tools to creatively complete their objectives yeah i always like games that that do that and and you know when eric was talking about it back in the day and now when you talk about it it seems like that's very much what this game is all about yep
1: yeah it's pretty much like here are the tools that you can do to do these things go figure out how you're gonna creatively kill this target and they want you to make it look like an accident a lot of the time too yeah so yeah, like when I squished the woman in the grape thing, the guy's response was, <laughs> "I can't remember what it was exactly," and he's like, "Ah, well, I'll just get my guys to clean that up." Oh well, <laughs> like that was the the reaction. It's, it's
0: happened before.
1: Yeah. Well, and somebody was saying that there's this one level, and I don't know if it's in this trilogy or in like the past games, like Blood Money. But apparently, Agent Forty Seven can pose as a house salesman
0: or oh, a, a house realtor. A realtor. So.
1: Yeah, so it's really funny that like Agent 47 was like trying to sell this house to this couple that he was trying to kill,
0: uh-huh. and
1: all the double meanings and all the things that he was saying it's like, oh, like, this is a I, I don't even know some of the examples, but he does do the double meanings like Oh, uh, I better not see you again. He's like, "Oh, you will never see me again. Trust me, because he's gonna kill the person." Stuff like uh-huh. that. It's all the double meaning stuff that he ends up saying. It's like really like cheesy, but it's also really funny and really well done. Uh, nice. IO Interactive like crushed the series. It's good to see that they're. I mean, they're the one that started the Hitman IP, so it's good to see that they're still working on it and just improving it to this day. It's still, really, it's a phenomenal game. I think very highly of Hitman Three. So. Nice. Yeah, so that's Hitman 3. Uh, I'm doing 4 in February right now. Awesome. Uh, I'm doing The Witcher 3, ooh, Spirit Uh-huh. Astral Chain, uh-huh. and I'm going back and forth between Dark Souls 3 or um, Days Gone on PS5. Wow.
0: Those are some doozies there, Will. They are some
1: doozies. Um, I wanted to do Bloodborne, but the 30 frames thing kinda's hanging me up a bit and sure. I was like I i know for a fact well I don't know for a fact because I'm not an insider but from what I've heard from people who are insiders there's gonna be a Bloodborne either remaster or an update that's gonna make it 60 frames with updated graphics. So I'm kind of thinking I really want to play Blood, Bloodborne. I might just wait. Uh-huh um and one of my friends really wants me to play Dark Souls three. So I was like maybe I'll just do Dark Souls three instead of Bloodborne. Yeah. Um, and one of Dark Souls three or Days Gone will be the potential fifth game if I'm able to get to it. I don't think I will be, but we'll see. You never it's a know. Tall task. <laughs> it is a tall task. But I've been I started The Witcher today. Well, uh-huh. I didn't start, I was three hours into my first playthrough. Uh, so I just picked up from there because it's a hundred hours. I don't think that three hours really makes a difference. I didn't know how to feel about the Witcher, but I got to the Bloody Baron Quest, which I'm working on right now, and you're trying to oh, kill yeah. the botchling. Dude. And I'm liking it more yeah. than I did because I had such high expectations for this game and it wasn't living up in the first five hours, I will say. But I'm starting to see more of the world. I'm understanding the systems a little bit more. I don't really understand upgrades, gear, or alchemy like at all uh, currently. I feel like I'll get it, but at least the Bloody Baron quest is pretty cool so far.
0: That's probably one of the best side quests in, in anything Yeah, um, it's just so dark and unique.
1: Yes. Let me it doesn't matter. The game's like seven years old at this point. So I'm going to talk about it. Yeah, talk about it openly from what I've gathered is the bloody Baron was abusive. Uh And that led to the miscarriage of the baby. Correct. Yes. And Geralt finds that out from what he investigated. And then the peddler or whatever the guy's name is, the Peller because he had that vision yeah uh so they have to kill the baby who turned into a monster to find the rest of the family uh-huh is what i've gathered so far yes that's pretty dark <laughs> yeah it is very dark i see why you but guys so were good. like yeah i see why you guys are like this was incredible because games at that point i don't think we're doing stuff like that
0: yeah not really and and the the bloody baron's such a unique character too like just because, you, you know, you kind of feel for him a little bit, but at the same time, he did these terrible things. Uh, it, it just well, he's despite the bad things that he did. He's like a very human and flawed character, you know?
1: Yeah. And it's actually because you like him off the bat because he's kind of welcoming because so far from what I've been playing is no one really likes witchers. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. So no, everyone's no,
1: everyone's rude to you. Yeah. And he was like receptive of yeah. you and like kind of nice to you. And he helped Siri. out. Yep.
0: He was very, very thought very highly of Siri. D- did a good job taking care of Siri. So, yeah, yep. you're you're you warm up to him pretty quick. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then you find that out and you're like, oh, he's a scumbag. Yeah. Uh, my question is do you play Siri more in the game? Because I liked playing as her. Quite you a do bit. play Siri a little bit. Yeah.
0: Okay. Cause She's I She's incredible.
1: Yeah. I liked her way more than playing as
0: Geralt, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. She's way more powerful. If she ever fought Geralt, she'd murder him
1: yeah that's what i was getting she's not even a witcher yet right
0: i don't know actually it's been so long i don't remember the story that well no um, at least i remember the major major points but i don't remember details i i don't know that she's a witcher i don't think she is yeah i don't think so either but she kind of like plays a witcher the role yeah, yeah she plays the role but
1: I, yeah, so like I loved playing as Siri. I was like, "Oh man, I wish I had a longer section to play as her." But I'm glad to hear that you get to play her a little bit more later too. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, uh, like I said before, I was like, I didn't, Wouldn't say I didn't like it because that's not. Um, that's not true. I was enjoying it. I think I said the expectations were just a little higher than because people were like Cyberpunk twenty seven seventy seven sucks. The Witcher three is way better. And I'm playing The Witcher, and I was like, ah, I kind of like playing Cyberpunk a little bit more. Yeah, my brief time that I played. So, but I'm kind of happy that I'm starting to like it a little bit more. I do need to understand uh, alchemy, how gear works. I don't really know. Do you just do you buy stuff like your normal RPG, or is it do you upgrade? Like, I don't,
0: I don't remember. I know you get new stuff for like loot, but yeah. I do think there is some sort of upgrade system. How it's I i need to replay the witcher too because uh i would love to play i got to play it on my you know my my new new computer yeah it will look 100 times better than the last time i played it
1: it the game looks really really good it's a different kind of good though it's not like how games look today like you can tell it's a little bit older yeah but it looks still really good yeah so i uh that's probably what i'll be starting with i'll probably be doing that one alongside of probably like an astral chain because uh, i feel like they're two polar opposite games and the witcher is going to be like my story game and astral chain is going to be kind of like my combat i just don't think about anything i'll probably listen to podcasts while i play that game sure. sort of thing um so yeah that's what i'll be working on uh spirit fair will be my late night game when i'm feeling sad because i hear it's uh-huh. a really sad game yeah. so be yeah. doing that um, I would like to get days gone into because my March challenge is going to be getting the platinum trophies for Horizon Zero Dawn, and I'm hoping the patch for 60 frames is out by then. Okay, uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Ghost of Tsushima, and Final Fantasy VII. Nice. That's going to be like my fun little March challenge, yeah. Uh, because I'm pretty close with Odyssey. I can definitely bang out Tsushima pretty quickly and Horizon pretty quickly as well. Uh, Final Fantasy 7 is going to be a little bit harder. So I feel like I'll be able to do a lot of those fairly quickly. And that'll give me time to play games like Persona 5 Strikers, Bravely 2nd, and you Neo know, 2 kind of uh-huh. on the side too. So I'm just going to be banging away at video games because there's nothing else to do.
0: Yeah, Platinum Trophies are a big, a big thing for people.
1: Yeah, I used to not care that much, but I was like, you know what? Some of these are some of my favorite games. I kind of want to get the platinum for them.
0: Yeah. So. Back in the early uh, Xbox 360 days, I used to try to run up my gamer score. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit with the Xbox One, but not nearly as much.
1: I think I just have the right personality. uh Like, I think trophies and like achievements do this thing for a certain personality type. Um. And I fall into that category. Of yeah. just, I like getting them for these games. And I know yep. these games, like I look at, there's a website that I look for guides and they're not ranked that high. I think Final Fantasy VII Remake is the highest of the four that I named. Mm. Uh, and I think that's like a four or five out of 10. Okay. Um, the hardest part of that is doing the game on hard difficulty, but the other three you don't need to do a difficulty on. Okay. Um, so I th- Ghost will be pretty easy. I'm going to just start like a new game plus for that one though, just to go burn through it again uh honestly i'm just gonna pick up where i left off because i only have like four or five more um and horizon will probably be a fresh file too so nice but that's kind of what i'm planning on doing um and i was playing persona 5 royal too but i've halted that because of four in february I okay. we'll get back to it when i um if i get burnt out on any of those because it's like my old
0: faithful game nice so but let's hear about you dan what have you been playing uh i've mostly just been playing Fortnite and animal crossing i have i i know i played a little bit final fantasy um just the way like the the time has worked it's just i haven't had a good opportunity because it's final fantasy is one of those games where i want to sit down i want to have at least like an hour or two to just sit and play and not have to get up and and do a bunch of things or, or what have you so um but me and my daughter play Fortnite pretty much every night. Actually, I'm a, I want to call it my Fortnite stats because um, I'm I'm fairly impressed with these. So one of the things that she's been liking to pick um, there's like community community games. That's uh, different things that that people make, and one of them's called Zone Wars, and it's I think it's 16 people, and you're just in the small little zone and it, the small little the storm circle. Uh, and you start off on a little platform with a couple weapons and and some some building materials and yeah. then it slowly like the 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 thing slowly moves um so you know you have to you have to move while also trying to eliminate the other 15 people uh and I had some incredible rounds in that um I I won one of the games there's six rounds so you the last one standing in those six rounds is is the winner you get points for how many eliminations you get how many uh assists you get how many how long you stay like what you place so you get points and one of them i had uh 20 eliminations by the end of the game wow. and i think the next person had like six i was like are you like, gonna I'm go not... pro no 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 because i can't i can't build like i can just build a little bit but the the pro players with how quickly they build and edit things like i can't I, I can handle like amateur building players because they don't they don't do the the edits as well as like a pro player does. They're not um, lightning fast. No, 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 no. But uh, still, you know, pretty proud. I had a 18 elimination round uh, duos win. Um, but th- there's a website called Fortnite Tracker, and I've got all my stats on here. Um, my duos, based on Fortnite Tracker, my duos rating. So me and me and Marlo primarily play duos Uh I'm ranked 12,000 out of Oof. millions. That's really good. I, I'm pretty happy with I've got a 5.23 kill death. Really? Yeah. Um my lowest kill death is is solos. Uh it's 1.82, which is still I I'm pretty happy with that. That's that's pretty good um because i i read and uh, they consider like anything above one 1.0 to be like a good Fortnite kill death really so yeah you're rocking a five i'm rocking a 5.23 um so i play we've played 553 matches uh that's mostly with, with marla a little bit with my son and me and eric played a couple of duels rounds but that's i bet you over 500 of those were with with my daughter uh, we have 114 wins uh so our win percentage is 20 so we went about 20% of our, our rounds. Uh, 4.15 kills per match. I feel like that's really 20. good, 20% of the rounds. Yeah, that is. Because uh, I'm uh, solos, I'm 3%. Squads, I'm at 26% for wins. We have... Squads was a little bit... Uh, so me, Eric, and, and Vito play together. And then um, I played a little bit with... Myself, my daughter, my son, and my wife played a few matches. Yeah. Uh, But a lot of that was, like, my my wife was a level one player, so a lot of that was bots. Um, But, yeah,
1: 164 matches.
0: Yeah. Yeah, 164 matches, 43 wins, 597 kills, 4.93 kill death. So, I don't know. It's fun. That's pretty impressive, Dan. Yeah. I'm happy with it, you know, being uh, going on 40 almost. And having picked it up super late, uh, I'm yeah. pleased with my, my performance. Because I didn't start until until Chapter 2. So
1: I uh, want to start playing Fortnite a little bit more. I think once I get a new hard drive uh, and I can download a few more things, uh, I'll probably have Fortnite downloaded to play. Yeah. So I'll be around to play.
0: So we play every night. We usually start between 6.30 and 7.00. We'll play probably at least an hour. Okay. I'd have to say. And and they have trios now, so you don't have to have a squad of 4. So uh, but I'm sure if you're playing Max would want to play too. He only plays if someone else is playing too. So we would be rocking a 4 man team. We could we would rock a full squad, yeah.
1: And that would get us all the noobs.
0: Yeah. We <laughs> we we'd, we'd at least start off with some bot lobbies. Um but yeah, like even my daughter, like I'm, I'm impressed with with her how how good she's gotten she doesn't get a lot of eliminations but she's always there to save me when i get knocked if i'm you know killing fighting two people Uh, and she's a lot better building than i am so there's also that
1: she probably also attracts attention because she's probably more likely to be out in the open
0: she is she she, her biggest thing is getting sniped she gets sniped all the time so yes that is that is an issue um but decoy yeah yeah so uh, you know i'll i'll save her really when we get in the most trouble is like towards the end and she gets sniped and i when i try to revive her um then you know we get ambushed but does she rage when she gets sniped um not as bad as you'd think i've been getting more angry than her you know i i keep i joke that that Fortnite has brought out this like kind of toxic gamer in me um you know, you just want to tell the people how much they suck that they got beaten <laughs> by, you know, the, the, these clan people that build that they got wiped out by a thirty-seven-year-old and his seven-year-old daughter. Just, you suck, dude. Delete. That's when
1: you bring. That's when you bring me into the fold because I will say that stuff.
0: <laughs> well, we we we've never we don't I don't I don't think we've ever had any conversations with anyone. Can you? Um, is it typing or is it just voice chat? I don't know. I've I've never talked to anyone. I think if you do random do du- I don't know if if you can even communicate with the people that you beat. Yeah. It's other for than the best. other than with emotes. It's definitely for the best. <laughs> um I don't do any random duos. If I'm playing by myself, I do. I just do solos. Um I still have to get a solo win this season. I don't have a solo win yet. Um I've got a ton of duos wins and a few squad wins, so Yeah. Ah, I still I still love Fortnite. I'm I'm glad it came into my life that's your your go-to that's your um rocket league yeah exactly that's exactly it um you know i'll keep playing it as long as my kids uh, in some way are playing it i don't know if my twins are going to get into it when they start playing video games pretty soon here oh they will um, but yeah my daughter loves it so at yeah. least one of them will get into it i bet probably i, I they're both starting to show interest in games um a lot of times, because what I do in the morning is I, I, I do my Animal Crossing in the morning. Uh, and, like, if I have to set down my controller to get something for the baby, uh, when I come back, Milo's got my controller and is moving my guy around in Animal Crossing. So <laughs> it's only a matter of time before they start. They've actually expressed interest in playing Mario Kart. We just haven't been able to set it up. Because yeah. things are usually way too chaotic. So. Uh, but we played played a lot of Fortnite, uh, animal crossing I, I again play just about every day uh, i got a new islander for the first time in a very long time its oh, wow. name is sprocket and it's a robotic ostrich um it's probably the okay. first islander i've gotten new islander i've gotten since maybe this summer
1: oh i will say uh i watched your ranking of each oh, of their okay. homes yeah
0: yeah I, I put that up on rated G games youtube uh, i rate ranked the interior decorating skills of my islanders um i can't remember which one but
1: i disagreed with you on one
0: it was bettina bettina won because she had a uh kitchen themed house
1: there was one that i was like i really like that and you did not like it okay i'd have to rewatch it to be which one i was like i have to bring that up but i completely forgot which one
0: was it sterling it might have been sterling the empty empty almost empty house
1: ah no i don't think it was plucky see if i can bring it up real quick it's fine if
0: if, if you don't remember
1: so i can i cannot remember
0: yeah the the february update just kind of started uh they're doing a thing called Festival. Which I think is some sort of like Mardi Gras thing. I'm not really sure, but it's 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 looks like it's it's Mardi Gras esque, uh, and that starts in the middle of the month. And then they teased for March uh, Mario crossover something or other. They didn't really show, but it's just Mario something. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what they do for the one year anniversary of Animal Crossing in March. It was Anka, Anka. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, I like the. I really like the Egyptian theme that okay. was what
0: a, what a, yeah um, yeah so i ranked anka last because of the pyramid taking up all the floor space and then she uses um sarcophaguses for tables and stuff which this seems like a bad idea
1: i also didn't mind bertha's because it reminded me of those old timey houses in fallout 4 oh yeah
0: i could see that i could see that definitely
1: but as like a personal, would I ever have something like, like? Do I like that other than the fact of like it reminds me of a fall, like a Fallout game? No, right. So that was the other one. So Anka, I really did like, and I liked Berthas for that only
0: reason. Yeah. So, um, so I've been pu- I've been doing TikToks too for for rated G games, and I put some of them on YouTube because YouTube's doing a thing called Shorts, and my Evolution of Zelda one got like. Four thousand views or something like that which is by a wide margin my most popular video
1: i like your evolutions a lot too okay they're really well done
0: i did one for mario and one for zelda i have a bunch of it in the works it just it takes a long time to because i don't want to steal anybody's video so i have to record them um so i think the next one i'm gonna do is fallout so what it is is i just basically show uh the series from the beginning to Current, yeah um but (laughs) i had a lot of people in my in the comments thing be like dude you forgot and it's just some random like uh one of them was mario superstar saga i'm like that's a handheld first of all and it's not you know i i I think i specified that they're console games and their main series games so uh, a lot of people were were fluffed that uh their favorite mario and or zelda game wasn't in the videos
1: (laughs) they're obscure sorry dude (laughs) Yeah, I noticed Wanda Camelon wasn't in there, Dan. You jerk. I know. What
0: what the heck, man? (laughs) Uh, But I think also a lot of people didn't realize that the video length limit on TikTok is 60 seconds. So um, I think Mario was uh, 12 games. So you have, you know, five seconds, under five seconds to show each game. And that's with the transition and titles. So I couldn't fit. 25 games in yeah. 60 seconds
1: i was so. gonna say if you did like a pokemon one you'd probably be running up against
0: the i'm gonna 60 do po- seconds. pokemons in the plans too yeah I, I don't i just have to figure out how to get that stuff on on good quality video like like i said fallout's gonna be the next one i do because i have all the fallout games except fallout 76 but fallout 76 is on the xbox because Corey bought it in our th- our game share thing i think it came with his xbox one yeah it did. Um, so i'm just gonna i'll connect the my capture card to the xbox for that one i also think um, it's free now it might be free it might have a version of it that's free They I might rather oh, do that
1: i mean it's on game but it's some there's a way that you can play it without spending money i just don't remember how okay that's not illegal
0: yeah yeah because I, I don't want to steal anyone's video i don't want to get in trouble for anything like that so it's all going to be recorded by me um i actually bought i had to buy majora's mask uh in the, in the e-shop on the wii u just so i yeah. can record that because i already had all the other games i just didn't have majora's mask that was the only one so i well, soon that'll be on That's switch fun. so <laughs> i know i i hope so because i really I, want, so I, I played it for a few minutes i'm like this is awesome i never i never played majora's mask as much Same. as i played ocarina of time i never played majora's mask so i'm interested in that
1: i had a plan for this year to play through uh an entire series and i had it down to final fantasy uh zelda or assassin's creed and i settled mm-hmm. on zelda but i also don't know if i'm gonna do it or not
0: because i yeah. want to
1: wait and see for the potential ports coming yeah
0: yeah i know zelda 2 doesn't hold up real well either i think the first zelda game is really good a link to the past is really good um
1: I think I would do like a Link to the Past, Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, Wind Waker, uh, Twilight Princess, Skyward Sword, Breath of the Wild, and Link's Awakening, I think is what I narrowed it down to. Mm-hmm. Let's skip it it's the e- first two. Yeah, I mean, it's easier for like Final Fantasy because they're all on things that I can easily get them, like Steam. There are all of the games around Steam for the most part. Uh, so I would have no problem going back and playing those, but trying to find a way to play all of the other ones just yeah. be kind of
0: a lot yep well i know the legend of zelda 1 and 2 are on the nintendo thing on the switch oh
1: that's right it is isn't it yeah okay that changes so things i forgot there. about that yeah, <laughs> yeah i did forget about that i don't know yeah, i it, it, like it, it does depend if i can get if they do port ocarina Majora's all of those because i don't have anything else to play it on and yeah yeah, so it all really all depends on what Nintendo does for Zelda special year.
0: Yep, because we we've got the the Wii U, camped out over here. So,
1: yeah, I miss my Wii U a little bit with for that reason.
0: They're a lot cheaper now than we bought than we bought this one. I think they're like a hundred and thirty. Oh really? I think we got this one. It was almost three hundred bucks because we bought really? it after the Switch came out. Yeah, Whew. it was it was a lot. That's but crazy. Anyway. I think that's that's everything, right? Yeah, sounds about right. Um, As for when we're recording, we're still trying to figure out a decent schedule. Uh, I think I decided that I'm probably not going to be able to record Sunday mornings for the most part. My kids have been getting up super early, so um, we will have an episode. It just matters on when we can do it. Uh, If we can't do them Sunday mornings with Corey, then we'll do them weeknights. I Honestly, I like having it uh come out on like a Monday. So maybe like a Sunday night or Monday night for Tuesday. Uh that that's a possibility too. Um but I also know that our our listenership has gone up quite a bit since we switched platforms. So if you're new to the podcast and you just started listening to us within the past few months, uh feel free to let us know. Um we do a feedback segment. You may not know we haven't gotten a lot of feedback recently um, but we do have a feedback segment that we do after what we played. So if you want to send us an email, uh, thumbstickathletes at gmail.com. Um, we used to have more ways of contacting us, but we've kind of closed up most of our social media stuff, uh, for the thumbstick athletes. Cause it sat blank for the most part.
1: Yeah. yeah. Your, your best bet is to reach out on like Instagram or yeah, Facebook re- or.
0: Yep. Reach out to Facebook. one of us personally or, or email us at thumbstickathletes at gmail.com. I'll actually check the email right now um we didn't get anything last time i checked so but i want to double check
1: and i have a facebook but i deactivated it for my birthday oh i had a birthday didn't even bring that up
0: oh that's right that was Um, uh, a couple weeks ago
1: shows how much i care about it but um (laughs) yeah i have a facebook i just have to react to activate it because i have i I don't like people writing on my wall so Mm -hmm. um i have that so you can reach out to me on that uh instagram snapchat that doesn't really matter to me
0: Yeah, I'm rated G games on Twitter, Instagram. Um, I feel like I'm elsewhere. Yeah, TikTok, TikTok. Yeah, Um, but yeah, you can Can reach out, reach out to us. Can you DM on TikTok? Yeah, Yeah. you can, right? If you're friends. Okay, that makes sense. I don't think you can. Otherwise, maybe. Honestly, I I haven't quite figured out TikTok just yet. It's just it's so weird because like um, the past like six videos I have posted have landed at right about 150 views and that's it. My evolution of Mario TikTok was almost 7,000 views. Um, but other than that, like most of my stuff is even my high ones were like 300 ish. It's
1: because you're not um, dancing like us
0: and Ray. Yeah, I, yeah. That's <laughs> true. Uh, but then, like you'll see, rant like stupid stuff get like a hundred thousand likes. It's like what, what? What?
1: Dan, if I see one more teenager, like with their self importance with their dancing, I'm going to. F- I stopped using TikTok because I'm just like I-, I stop. I don't care.
0: Yeah, I don't get. I don't get a lot of that stuff on my for you page. It's it's now I'm I got onto Twitch streamer, TikTok.
1: Okay. So that's
0: been a lot of my stuff lately. And uh, as I said, a lot of it's been investing and and crypto stuff. Now I haven't gotten as much food stuff, which is disappointing. Cause for a while I was getting a lot of awesome recipes that we actually put into our regular rotation. Oh, wow. um, that were, there were, that were that good. Um, I haven't gotten as much of that. I'll have to like seek out some food stuff and, and interact with it to try to try to bring that back into my, into my,
1: uh, algorithm. You're telling me I have to change my algorithm now. You're right. Yep.
0: Stop, stop liking the booty shaking videos. <laughs> they just show up i they they did for me at first too um I, I i still get those on occasion um but yeah mostly right now like probably three out of five tiktoks i get are, are streamer twitch streamer tiktok stuff so
1: okay yeah i just have to view more other content i hate watch things it's my problem
0: yeah no i do that too definitely
1: <laughs>
0: so uh, yeah, I guess that's everything for episode 484 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. Um well. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. One, two, three.